Thank you for uh, two special musics, praise. Thank you for the wonderful, wonderful testimony of Brian and what God is doing in his life. Thank you for ministering to me. If, uh, uh, oh, Ben, what did I say? <laughs> ben. <laughs> ben. Thank you for Ben. Amazing testimony. Uh, I will share later. Um, it's a miracle that I, I am standing here. Uh, I was not feeling well last night, but I feel uh, amazing uh, healing. So thank you. Thank you for encouraging me. Uh, that's why I, lo I love our church, because I am coming here to be ministered to. So let's pray together. Jehovah Rapha, thank you that you are a healer, that we claim your healing over Ben. We thank you for his testimony, not just his physical body being healed, but his soul and his spirit being healed and reborn. So Father, we just give you all the praise and glory. We pray that you administer to us as your children. We surrender this time. We want to hear from you. We pray that you minister to your people. Open up eyes, Holy Spirit. Open up ears, Holy Spirit. Soften hearts, Holy Spirit, so that we can see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Matthew 24 and 25. I've been just listening to that, just meditating on those two chapters. And it is one sermon. So I think if you just take pieces of it, you might not get a full picture. But if you look at all of chapter 24 and chapter 25, uh, we should pay attention when, when there is a continuous section of, of red letters because this is a, this is a one single sermon. Uh, and I think there is an important lesson here. One is that God values faithfulness. God values personal readiness, and all of that is, is in preparation that God Himself is preparing us for greater works. So God values faithfulness, Matthew 24, verse 44. Therefore you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his, uh, whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and eats and drinks with drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and an hour he does not know, and he will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I also want to read chapter 25, verse 14. For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to, no, to another one, to each according to his abilities. Then he went away. He who received the five talents went and at once traded, uh, traded with them and he made five talents more. So also he who had two talents made two talents more, but he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also, who had the two talents, came forward, saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here I have made two talents more. 
His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also, who had received the one talent, came forward saying, Master, I know, I knew you to be a hard man reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and I gather where I scatter no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. So make, so take the talent from him and give it to the one who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away and cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. God values uh, faithfulness. Um, and, and the first one, we don't know the day or the hour of Jesus' return. And so faithfulness and personal readiness go hand in hand. And here, uh, the, the, the person who is a faithful and a wise servant, uh, he just brings out food at the proper time. There's nothing glamorous. There's nothing spectacular about this. He just does what, he's, what the master asked him to do. Just at the proper time, bring out food. Make sure my people are fed. And, and there is a... There is a um, there's a faithful servant who does what he's asked, and then there is a wicked servant who, who thinks that the master is not coming soon, the master is delayed, and, and therefore he uh, beats his fellow servants. So this goes into how, he, how the people of God treat one another, and so they're beating uh, God's servants, uh, God's people, these servants, and they are uh, just indulging in, in, in drink and getting drunk. God values faithfulness. And similar with the parable of the talents. Uh, there's a person with a five talents who, who reproduces and gives five talents more. There's two talents he reproduces, gives two talents more. And there's one talent per servant who buries it. And why does he bury it? It's because he sees that God is a harsh man. Uh, and this gets into how we view God will directly translate into how we do life. If you think God is a hard man, uh, then you don't want to, you don't want to, um, uh, you're afraid of what he might do. You're afraid of what he's going to uh, say about you. And so you end up burying the, 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 the opportunities that he gives and the life that he gives. Because every one of us has been given one talent, at very least, which is your life. You have 24 hours in a day. Uh, you have been given one life, whether it's for a short time or whether it's for many decades. And God is looking for faithfulness. And He doesn't take, He doesn't ask a one-talent person to bring, to produce ten. He doesn't ask uh, a two-talent person to produce uh, ten more. It, it is a, it is whatever the Lord has given to you initially. This one talent, which is your one life, and on top of that, He gives you more opportunities. He gives you more uh, um, uh, people to uh, surround you in your life, and He wants to see how do you, uh, how are you being faithful to what has uh, been given to you. And for me, the the um, uh, this this is a hard lesson to 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 receive, uh, because I look at the five talent people out in the world, uh, 
and I want to be the five talent person and I see the impact that these five talent people are making and, and there is a jealousy, there's an envy, there's a restlessness because how come they're getting to do what, I've been, what I want to do? And, and actually, I don't even know what the lives are of these, of these five talent people. Maybe they are actually two talent people. Maybe they're actually one talent people. But because they've been given a platform and because they've been striving and chasing and pursuing when God never even asked them to do it, they are so stressed. Because if you are just faithful to what God gives you, there is no stress. If you just do what God asks you to do, you're not restless, you're not striving, you're not trying to do more. There is a peace. There, there's, a, there's an order in that life. There, there's, a, there's not a God is harsh and so what I have is not enough and so I should strive for more. No, let God give it to you. We are just being faithful to one talent. We're being faithful as a two-talent person. We're being faithful as a five-talent person. And as God promotes us, there is a peace. There's no stress. So if you, be, if, you be, if you start with a one-talent life and God promotes you to two, because there the promise is those who have, you will receive more. If you get promoted and God is the one doing it, then every promotion, there's peace. There's no stress because God is preparing you for that work. And so the faithfulness is just do what He says. And so just look at your life. Are you being faithful? Are you being faithful in your family? Are you being faithful in your job? Are you being faithful to the people He's surrounded you with? Are you being faithful in the opportunities that He's given? Don't look over your shoulder. Look, look at just what God has given to you. Be faithful and, and at the proper time, let the Lord promote you. And as, as He promotes you, there will be peace. There will not be any stress. So faithfulness God values um, tremendously. Also, the parable of the ten virgins. God also values personal readiness. Uh, the five um, wise virgins who had oil in the lamp, who, who, trimmed, uh, uh, who trimmed their lamp, which is a symbol of, of repentance. And they were alert, they were awake, that, that as soon as the bridegroom knocked on the door, they, they leapt out of bed, they were fully dressed and fully ready. And so this is a personal readiness. And how many... Um, Believers, do you see that they're so busy trying to do God's work and in the process, they're not ready. They don't talk about Jesus. They don't long for Jesus' return. They don't, uh, there, there is a, uh, um, so much focus on the ministry that their own internal lives are withering away and dying and things are just out of order. And so God doesn't, God doesn't look at that and say, I'm glad you're doing the work and I will ignore the fact that you and I are not doing well and you're not doing well. Like as a father, my, my biggest desire for my children is that they are thriving internally. That there's fruit internally. That there's a peace and a joy. I actually don't care what they do. I, you know, as, as long as they're being faithful, like as a student, they're being faithful. As a worker, they're being faithful. I do not care what job they do. As long as they're faithful and they are internally thriving. And as a father, I'm happy. So that, how much more that must be God's heart for us. As long as we're faithful, as long as we're ready, as long as there is a trimming of the lamps, as long as there's oil in, our, in the lampstand, there's a spirit is there. We're repenting of our sins. There's no glaring addictions and sins. And we are alert and we're ready. And as soon as Jesus comes, we've been, we say, Lord Jesus, I've been waiting for you. If that is the heart, then not only are you faithful, God values that, but also you're ready and God values that also. 
And then the last passage, Matthew 25, verse 41. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they, they also will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into the eternal judgment, but the righteous into eternal life. God, value, God values faithfulness. God values personal readiness. And He Himself is preparing you for greater works. Matthew 24, 25. Uh, the, this is a, a singular sermon and is about the end times. And we don't know how difficult it's going to be in the end times when you cannot buy and sell. How are Christians going to survive when, uh, when we are not, uh, when we're been, been pushed out of the system and our credit card doesn't work and our bank account has been confiscated and the, the monetary uh, system uh, is not available to us because we've, we refuse to take the mark of the beast. In those times, this, it is going to take the body of Christ noticing the needs of one another. That you're going to see your, your brother down the street and you used to worship together and you used to gather, but now we've gone underground. Uh, and if you are uh, a kind of believer that all your life you've been faithful, all of your life you've been ready for Christ's return, when the time comes of true testing, when we're in this system uh, of the end times, when we're the mark of the beast and, and, and buying and selling has is, is been cut off, or we've been cut off from the system, those who've been prepared, they'll be prepared for such a day as this. And they will be the ones who God can use because we're not, uh, uh, we're not clutching onto our things. Uh, we've been trained to be selfless. We've been trained to share because those who are not ready, those who haven't been faithful, when this kind of time comes, it's going to be every man for himself. And I'm just going to shut off all, I'm going to lock my doors. I'm just going to take care of me and my family. I'm going to make sure that we, we stretch out whatever we have in our cupboards to, the, to, to as long as we can. We're not going to share with anybody. But here in the body of Christ, there are going to be those who are thrown in prison. There are going to be th those who are naked. There are going to be those who are hungering and thirsting. And even a cup of water that you share with, with, a, with another righteous brother and sister, God is going to see that. He's, it's, it is all training. To me, this is the greatest test that the believers who have to, un, to, to live and endure this type of tribulation, that those who have been faithful, those who have been preparing for Christ's return, we will be the select few who will be the hands and feet of Jesus and there will be greater works for us to do, clothing our fellow brothers and sisters, uh, giving food and water to our fellow brother and sister, uh, visiting our fellow brothers and sisters who have been thrown into prison. And to me, this is the greater works that are coming. So let's, uh, let's prepare uh, our hearts for such a day, for these greater works. Okay, let's pray.
thank you for reminding us, Father, that we are children of God and you want each of us to thrive. You don't put us into situations that are way beyond uh, what we can handle. You put us in exactly where we need to be to be faithful and to thrive. Father, it is up to you to promote us, but Lord, we humble ourselves. We accept the lot that we've been assigned, whether it's one talent, two talents, five talents. You just want us to be faithful in what we've been given, and Lord, help us to be faithful in reproducing whatever uh, you ask us to do and to um, give you a greater return uh, when you see us again. So Father, we want to be faithful. We also want to be ready for Christ's return. Help us to fill up with the Holy Spirit. Help us every day to be, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Help us, to be, help us to long and to ask for, for Jesus to baptize us with the Holy Spirit so that we can see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Please prepare us for Christ's return. Help us to be spiritually awake. We pray that you awaken your church so that we can see the days that we're in. They are difficult days and more difficult days are ahead. So Father, help us to be awake. Help us to be filled with the oil in the lamp. Help us to be trimmed. Help us to repent of all of our sins. And Lord, when it's time, Lord, you're going to promote us. When it's time, you're going to ask us to do things that right now we're not ready to do. But Lord, you will get us there. You are going to prepare us as we are being faithful, as we prepare for Christ's return. You will promote us. You will prepare us for even greater works. We look forward to what you will do in our hearts, in this body of Christ, as we close out 2021. And we look forward to 2022. We see that there is an abundance coming to this household of faith. We see that there is a more who, who will be uh, more that it will be given to those who have those who have been faithful. There is a promotion that is ahead for people in this body of Christ. So we look forward to what you will do. Prepare us for even greater works in 2022. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.